you know, buses and planes <laughs> with my name on the side. Of it. I love that. Kind of crazy, dream, you know, dream big type stuff, you know. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> that's awesome. That is so cool. I love that. I love that. So you were very motiv- motivated from such a young age. And what I love about you is, you know, you're, of course, an incredible musician and singer-songwriter. Um, but what's really great about you is that you write relatable, true-to-life songs, which we need more of today. Um, and I think I think that's one of the things that people are able to connect with you is because you write relatable music. And where do you draw from inspiration? Just real life? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't, I don't guess I would know how to write a fake song. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I've played around with stuff that I haven't experienced and, and I don't, and, and every song I write isn't a hundred percent autobiographical. Right. It might be about it might be sounding like it's talking about me, but I might be drawn from some something my brother or a cousin went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, story songs, you know, just stuff. when you say those kind of songs, I mean that's what I grew up on mm-hmm. is song, story songs, songs that actually uh, had pictures and you could see this little mini movie and. I just love that, and uh, you know, I'm not knocking what people listen to now. Right, right. I don't want to be the guy that's well. He's just an old guy. He don't know that. <laughs> but I do know that a lot, a lot of the songwriting uh, is not the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it about when it comes when it comes to those mini movie story songs. Right. Those are lacking. And uh, it's it's when when there's a really big one that comes out, everybody's like, wow, and so impressed. And I think to myself, wow, it used to be like this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, every song was really good. You know, yeah. All the songs were really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Like this one or two a year. Right, right, exactly. Isn't it funny how that works? That is hilarious. Oh, um, that is the best. And, of course, we have to talk about William Lee Golden and the Goldens. Three albums are released, and they're filled with so many songs that we know and love. Can you tell us about these albums? Well, it's that, that had a vision. Uh, he's been a visionary, you know, since the beginning, since, well, the whole time. Once he got to Nashville, he got in with the Oak Ridge Boys and kind of, like, started seeing the ups and downs of that business um, and just really had started having visions of where he could, where he saw that group going and it, they ultimately made it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a, it was a hard road for them, but they did achieve and get to where my dad always thought that they could go. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a vision of his to want, he wanted to get the family together and, uh, family meaning me and my brothers, Craig and Chris and, and our, and his branch, my dad's grandchildren. Chris has got some very talented children who also sing on this record. So it's a three generation, three albums, three different genres. Three is all over this project so um 
Bosch album is gospel. One is a gospel. One is uh, pure old, sort of old country, you know, classic country, really is what you want to call it. Right. And uh, one is uh, some of the more pop and rockin' type country, uh, you know, southern rock type stuff. Yeah. And the first, I mean, I'll be honest with you, that, you know, Dad really wanted to uh, put down his influences on this first batch of songs. First batch meaning 34 songs. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, so Dad had a lot to do with the, uh, well, everything to do with the picking of the songs. And um, a lot of the songs. Uh, Honestly, I did not know uh, they were songs from his childhood, so I wasn't born. And really, uh, you know, some of the some of the songs had familiar melodies and stuff like that, but I really didn't know the songs. I didn't know the choruses and all the you know I didn't know them. Uh, so I I ended up learning songs from my father's childhood myself for this project. Um, that's that's the way this first group of three albums came about, though, is really bad kick-starting it, kick-starting it with his, his influences, what got him, uh, you know, into music, what he loved growing up, songs that he sang as a child, teenager, young adult, whatever. Yes. And that's how that one came. That's how this first three album project came about. Yes, and everyone could check it out. The Old Country Church, Southern Accents, Country Roads. It's available on all of the streaming outlets today. And also you can get a physical copy at the website, WilliamLeeGoldenAndTheGoldens.com. For those who want an actual CD, which I do personally, <laughs> so you can go there <laughs> for sure. Um, so check it out. And what's really cool is these albums were actually recorded during the pandemic. So how did that work out for you guys? Well, it worked out great for yeah. us because it was the pandemic. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we were stuck inside somewhere. So we, you know, we just, why not? Let's get stuck inside together and exactly. put music down and record it instead of being stuck inside looking at a television set that is just telling you everything you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, trying to scare you to death about anything and uh we just enough is enough of that stuff you know it finally just gets to you to where you're paranoid about everything and and we just dad thank the lord uh had the the resource to say let's get away from this and let's do this project that i have been thinking about doing and that's exactly what we did. We booked the studio with Ben Isaacs, uh, of the Isaacs, and uh, with his, his studio with Michael Sykes uh, producing, with uh, Ben Isaacs also producing, mm-hmm. doing, uh, both of them doing some vocal arrangements for us that we uh, needed. Uh, we, we know how to sing harmony, but Ben taught us some new inversions of how to sing and that was a lesson for me and i still have to really practice that style (laughs) of harmony singing 
singing because I didn't grow up doing it. Right. Uh, the, the Isaacs are just excellent uh, harmonies people anyway, oh, and yeah. they know how they know how to do all the tricks. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. He had to teach me, but I'm a pretty quick learner. Yeah, <laughs> you're always learning, right? I like that. Oh, yeah. Yes, and there's also some music videos for fans to get into. Tell us about those and what it was like filming these videos with the fam. <laughs> wow. Um, well, we're fortunate and blessed to have as a dear friend a man named Jeff Panzer. Mm-hmm. And Jeff has been a friend of the family since the early 80s. Uh, he used to be in New York. uh was a young person producer for ABC's 2020, yeah. and uh, he's just a big, he was a big TV producer, mm-hmm. and then uh, and he got into the record game, the music business game, and was working uh, at SBK Records, which was an affiliate of Capitol Records, wow. and Chris and I were recording down in uh, Muscle Shoals, and we, Jeff Panzer, came down and did a documentary type of thing on uh, us recording uh, at Muscle Shoals and went back and showed it to the boss in New York. They ended up signing us to Capitol Records, mm-hmm. and that's Jeff Panzer. Okay, we go back with him that far. Now, fast forward to this project. I'm trying to make this make sense. No, you're fast fine. this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff is unable to fly because of COVID uh, during this time, and uh, so we, he made it. We do the setups with uh, those uh, Go, GoPro cams or whatever. Yeah, stationary cameras Absolutely. and a couple of guys with walking, you know, handhelds. And so we had probably six cameras going and filmed everything we did. Everything. Wow. Uh, it being digital, you don't let out a film, and so we just, just let it roll. And uh, mm-hmm. so Jeff had all he was able to produce because of Zoom and all that stuff. He was able to call shots and yeah. and produce this uh, video, all these videos in real time. Oh, uh, you know, while we were doing it. And uh, <laughs> wow. it's, a, it's a crazy thing uh, yeah. that the guy producing it was all the way across the country doing it in real time. <laughs> for, uh, and anyway, we got all of these songs. We 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 filmed everything that we did in the studio, and then after we finished the stuff, we were able to go out to Dad's house. And uh, while we were there, we just shot some. Like, you know, free, they're not really, you know, big production videos. They're simple and just us around the house type thing. Uh, but we hope that everybody loves them and we get, you know, we just wanted to do something, uh, instead of nothing. Yeah. And that's what we did. <laughs> yes. And it shows a family dynamic. You know, it's not a put on thing. You know, it's, it's you guys, you know, so. Oh, Hollywood Nights. It's so good. <laughs> I listened to it earlier. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's 
so good. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So You're very welcome. And I want to mention June 29th, William Lee Golden and the Goldens will be making their Opry debut. You've all played the Great Ole Opry before, but this is like the first time together. So that's very special. Yeah. We, and like you said, we've all played it, played it many times yeah. uh, and in different formations. The first time I ever played the Opry was when I was 19, and I was playing with Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin brothers, and I think it might have been his debut on the Grand Ole Opry because he was a brand-new artist. And, mm. I mean, I'm not positive about that, but I wouldn't doubt it because he was brand-new. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I remember we played Broken Lady, which was the, his first single. So, anyway... That was the first time. And then over the years with the other different artists, uh, Jeffrey Steele I've played with and others. Chris has played it with the Oak Ridge Boys and, and played on the Opry stage as a solo act uh, a few times. And Gad, of course, is a member of the Grand Ole Opry with the Oaks. So, yes, and this will be the first time that you'll have that we're all on the stage together. Uh, mm. Absolutely, and so we're it's it's a magic thing to even think about, and a dream come true. Yes, it came full circle. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> Absolutely, that is very cool. Well, I'm going to be there for the Opry debut on June 29th. I'll be the, in the audience as a fan, screaming the loudest. I warmed warmed up my vocals for for the occasion. I'm ready. Um, so I'm excited to see y'all. <laughs> uh, uh, you're just coming to check out the video, but you've got books for yourself. Right, right. Hey, in the meantime, I'd also check it out, you know. Um, but yes, for sure, I can't wait. I can't wait to see y'all perform. This will be the first time to see y'all, so I, I'm so excited. And uh, real quick, before we go, I know you've had so many experiences in the music business over the years, and we have so many, you know, independent artists that listen to our show. So what would be the best piece of advice you would give to someone listening who's trying to make it into music? Oh, my Lord. I know. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's all the cliches I could pour out. You know, don't give up. Uh, yeah. You know, try to try to hook up with somebody that's got access to some place or something that you want to be and be around. Whether it's coming to Nashville to be a songwriter or if it's just to be stay in your home home. If if somebody's listening and they just want to, they just want to get out of the house to go and play at the club that might be a couple of towns over and that's their goal i mean like hey that's a fine thing they they mm -hmm. might be having a perfect life have just doing whatever it does to pay the bills and their music thing might be their hobby mm -hmm. uh, but it's something that they love to do and you just you just have to network a little you know as yeah. much as you can network, try to meet other like-minded people. These are just the cliches, that, but there's something about those cliches. Mm -hmm. they, they, they pan out. Uh, yeah, you, you, all those things that I just said, of course you have to do those things yeah. to get to where the people that you look up to, got, that's the, how they got there. They didn't give up. They did, they go, they went to the place. Uh, mm -hmm. They 
they met those people and made connections with those people and followed up and kept a personal relationship with those people. I can't stress that enough, especially in the days of computers and no face, you know, not, in, the, in these days, I'm just going to say that. It's not as personal. You can't be as personal as you once could mm-hmm. because of the technology. Let technology be a tool for you. Don't let it craze you out to where all you're doing is looking for likes and mm-hmm. stuff like that because that will take your mind completely out of where it needs to be, which is being doing your music. Yeah. You know, you know, you can do those videos and record, but once you've done that, that's kind of out of, you know, it's up to the world and the universe to decide how many clicks you get <laughs> yeah. and your likes and all that stuff. Because I tell you, I've learned it from myself. I get, it's, it's an addiction that if you get addicted to looking at clicks and how many people are liking your stuff, all of a sudden you're looking at that and you're not work, you're not thinking about writing songs. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just be careful with the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, as great a tool as it is, it can be a hindrance between you and what you were put on this earth to do. If that, if music is that thing, um, I hope that I said something that made sense to somebody. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is so well said. I agree. I mean, you have to do it. You have to practice the craft and learn and, and um, yeah, not be too reliant on uh, the uh, social networking aspect. Well, oh, okay. yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, the, it's the times we live in. Of yeah. course, you have to use it, but it, right. let it be a tool and not your master mm-hmm. that, that you have to, you know, that you're at its beck and call. Uh, first thing you wake up is, Checking and seeing how many people liked what you posted yesterday. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is. They don't let the whole day go through without checking it once. But yeah. Yeah. Not, a, not every 30 uh, minutes. Good this. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. I just don't see how you get too much, uh, get too much done if all you're doing right. is looking at your phone. It's true. It's true. I mean, you are speaking the truth, I'm telling you. And I want to thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me. And I hope everybody goes to the website, William Lee Golden and the Goldens.com. And remember, they are performing at the 8th Annual Josie Music Awards at the Grand Ole Opry House on October 23rd. So I can't wait to see y'all. <laughs> thank you so much, Josie. And I'll see you on the 29th, hon. I can't wait. Talk to you then. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. All right. I had a great time talking with uh, Rusty. He's awesome. He really is. He is a musician, award-winning songwriter. He's He's just the best. He's one of the best. So I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to chat with him, and I can't wait to see him and the family. Uh, William Lee Golden, the Golden, they're, they're actually nominated and they are performing at the Josie Music Awards, the 8th Annual Josie Music Awards. So, And tickets are still available for that at JosieMusicAwards.com slash tickets. 
So get your tickets to see them uh, perform there, but I am so excited about uh, their appearance on the Grand Ole Opry, their Opry debut. They're going to kick major bootay, if I do say so myself, so it's going to be so good. All right, my next guest I want to bring you on is uh, Dustin Collins. Enjoy. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Dustin Collins. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, anytime. I've been looking forward to this. So I want to go back a bit, rewind. I want to know your story on how making music all started for you, because it was actually your stepdad that sparked that interest in you. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Uh, when I was about 10 years old, I got a guitar for my, uh, I, I believe, the birthday or Christmas. I, I can't really remember back that far, but I remember mm-hmm. getting a, a guitar when I was real young. And uh, my, my mom and dad always sang, and my, my grandfather sang. and It's just something that my family always did, and uh my my dad actually toured and, and, and played in bands and uh I, I really just picked it up and, and started writing songs when I was a teenager and uh mm-hmm. later on uh I joined the military and uh when I got out I, you know, I just kinda of packed up all my stuff and uh moved to Nashville and, and thought I was gonna get songwriting a try and that's really how it all started out for me. I love that. And thank you so much for your service, too, by the way. Thank you. No problem. Well, that's wonderful. And here you are today, present day. You have a brand new single coming out on June 24th titled When She Had Georgia on Her Mind. And I fell in love with it when you gave us that sneak peek. Um, it's so good. Can you tell us a little bit about the song and how it came to be? We were in the studio with Bill uh, McDermott and Buddy Cannon doing a record. And we had a, we had about 12 songs recorded on there. And uh I have a friend named Elton Huff, who's uh, just a brilliant songwriter out of Harlem, Kentucky. And uh, another guy I know named Bo Allen, uh, they were right down in Nashville. And Elton had sent me the song a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I just kind of sat on it and sat on it and sat on it. And uh, I finally was, was like, what else are we going to add on to this record? Uh, it came across my playlist two times in a week, and, and I forgot how much I loved the song because it's just kind of a throwback to you know, 90s country, and it mm-hmm. maybe rem- reminded me of riding around in the car and the radio on with uh, my parents when I was younger, and just all the country music that I've always loved, and, and we asked them, hey, can we uh, cut this on a record, and they were, they were real happy about it, and it uh, turned out to be our first major market radio single going out, so we're, we're real happy with it, and I'm glad I got to you know, include some fellow Kentucky boys on the on the album this year. Yes. Oh, we are so excited for this album. Is there anything you can tell us about about that yet? Any little teaser? Um. Well, we're gonna we're gonna steadily uh, release songs uh, every eight weeks for the mm-hmm. for the next year, and then and then once once we get a little closer, because we're still recording some stuff, and uh, you know, once we we see what's working, and, and we're gonna compile it all up, and, and hopefully release the album. Uh, by fall. I love it. We're looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be. Our, our next song out is really cool, too. Uh, mm-hmm. After Georgia, we got a duet coming up. I've never really done a duet before. So there's all kinds of really neat stuff on this record. That's so great. A great mix. <laughs> Everybody will be able to find something that they love on this album for sure. So stay tuned for that. And, of course, June 24th, your new song will be on all the platforms where music is streamed and sold when she had George on her mind. And also, while you're there, everybody, you got to check out the two prior EPs. She does, and it's been a while. Both incredible. So while you're there, you got to check them out. I just love all of your music that you have put out. You are just an incredible artist. I just, oh, my goodness. And are you vocally trained, or is that a straight gift from above? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. If it, it, it's, it's definitely been a work in progress over the years. Uh, I've 
never really had any formal training in singing, just mm-hmm. mostly trial and error and, and, and figuring it out. And, you know, just uh, especially this, these last couple albums I've grown in the studio. And uh, my producers have done a really good job with, with helping me with phrasing. And and, mm-hmm. and uh, I, early I had a real big problem whenever I sang, even even out live. Uh, people were like, well, we can't really understand what you're saying because your accent a little thick, so they, mm-hmm. they've helped me out with enunciation a little bit, so I can get the words up there a little more clear, but uh, yeah, it's been just a lot of practice on my end trying to get better. Yes, well, it's great that you have such a great team behind you, you know, that's that's what it's all about, <laughs> so, and you have that. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a team effort, and uh, I love everybody that works with us, great people. Oh, absolutely. And I have to ask you, are there any thoughts for a music video for this song, Georgia, or, or any in the works that might be coming out? Uh, we're, we're actually shooting, I mean, we are shooting content and, uh, you know, getting ready. Uh, I, I believe plans are we're going to go down to Savannah, Georgia, and Tabby Island and uh, record the music video for when she had Georgia on her mind. And I think we got that coming up in the next couple of weeks. So we're real excited about that and, and get to do a you know, a location video, she's going to be really cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. Are you going to be able to put your own creative touches into it? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, me and my video guy actually have been working on the treatment for the last two weeks, and, and we, mm-hmm. we've, got a, we've got a good start on it, and it's just been between me and him just trying to recreate the story and the song and, and really uh, – yeah, this, this will be the first uh, video that I've actually kind of sit back and – kind of be the narrations of the live music scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we got uh, some actors in there that maybe do a little bit better job than what I've done in the past <laughs> because I'm not really an actor by no means. Right. So you got a team there. Oh, I love it. Well, it's going to be a good one. I can't wait. We'll share it everywhere. <laughs> oh, I, I'd appreciate that. We can use all the help we can get out there sharing stuff. Yes, of course. Anytime we would love to. And I've seen that recently you performed on a couple stages in Nashville during CMA Fest, the Hard Rock Cafe stage, and also the Glen Campbell Museum. Tell us about that experience. Oh, it was wonderful. Uh, CMA Fest, especially not being able to do it the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, in, in previous uh, years, we've done the Spotlight stage and the Wild Horse. And and, you know, those are some of those smaller festival stages that they have out there. Mm-hmm. And getting to go do the Hard Rock this year was just incredible. The lineup was incredible. Just to get to be a part of it was awesome. And yes. the fans really showed up this year out there. I mean, they threw down at Nashville all week. Mm-hmm. I think I think from the, you know, a couple of years that we weren't able to enjoy CMA Fest, everybody came out. They're like, we missed it. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I, I think that's, that's the truth right there because, yeah. I mean, I, I've been to a lot of them, um, mm-hmm. this one just seemed just so much, I, I don't want to say better, mm-hmm. but it, I think it was better. It, it was just <laughs> seeing all the fans back out and everybody's pumped and happy to be out there doing it and uh, listening to the music and all the bands did great. I mean, uh, you're hard-pressed to hear any bad music down there. Right. Oh, so true. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a great time down there doing that. And also, can you please give out your website and also your social networking site so people can catch up with you and also find your upcoming dates? Absolutely. We're on uh, DustinCollinsOfficial.com, and we have uh, we have links to all our socials on there. But if you uh, prefer to hit up the socials, we're backslash Dustin Collins Music on Facebook, backslash Dustin Collins official on Instagram. Perfect. And we now have a TikTok, so 
Look at you. You're a TikToker now. <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah, I know it. Times are changing. Yeah, right? <laughs> Times are a-changing. I love that. It's so addicting, TikTok. I can go through all the videos, just keep scrolling, scrolling. It's it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but that's well, at first, I was, dead, I was dead against TikTok at first, <laughs> and then I, I got on there, and I was like, oh, man, i got to get on here. Cause, I mean, it's just hilarious. Yeah, it really is. There's some really funny ones on there, and I'm sure your music is probably on TikTok, too. I know, um, you know, a lot of times artists uh, out there put out music, and it goes to TikTok, so you never know. Yeah, we've got a whole lot of fans uh, using some of the sounds in there for, for awesome. their, uh, their their TikToks, and I think that's about the coolest part of me getting on TikTok <laughs> Right. how they use music and what kind of videos they make. Right. Isn't that so cool? Oh, well, I love it. Um, everyone, please make sure you find Dustin Collins everywhere. I promise you will not regret it. And June 24th, mark it in your calendars. When she had Georgia on her mind, get it on all of your, all of the music outlets and all the platforms. Please make sure you check it out and share it with your friends, family, neighbors. It's going to be amazing. And I have some fun questions for you if you are ready. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. Perfect. So I wanted to ask you, when it comes to music, country music out there today, is there an artist that you would love to uh, do a duet with or write with or perform with that you have not had the opportunity yet? Tracy Lawrence, hands down. Yes, hands down. That is a good answer. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it don't get much better than Tracy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. And then also, is there a venue that you haven't performed yet that you'd love to? It could be anywhere around the world. We're working real hard there, but, uh, you know, the, the dream the dream venue, hopefully get some radio. Uh, if y'all are listening out there, uh, we get some of this radio and social media going. Let's uh, get on the Opry stage. Uh, Opry mm-hmm. stage for Bedrock is, is where we're one to hit. Yeah. Those are the two, I think, the most historic that I just, I think everybody would love to. And I could see it happening for you because um, you just have such a great, great presence about you. You're humble. Your music is amazing. And uh, it'll happen. I'm telling you right now here at the Josie Show, it's going to happen. Yeah, I appreciate you telling that. Oh, anytime, anytime. And uh, before we go, I have one last fun question that's going to be the, probably the craziest question you ever get in your lifetime. Of, but, hey, I love it here. So if you if you could be any animal in the wild, which animal do you think best personality-wise would suit you? Flathead catfish. Yes, you didn't even have to think about it. Impressive. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, that's my, my key animal. I, I, I love catfish as much. Mm-hmm. And I, I think flathead is one of the, the hardest ones to catch. And if mm-hmm. I was... If I was an animal, I'd definitely be the ornery one in a hole somewhere. Yes. Very elusive, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, very very elusive, very, very difficult to, to get. That's right. I love that. Great answer. And thank you so much for joining me. And please come back on anytime. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much. I had a great time, too. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Dustin Collins, everyone. June 24th, when she had Georgia on her mind. Go and check it out, everybody. I want to thank both of my incredible guests today, Rusty Golden and Dustin Collins, for coming on and chatting with me. I had such a great time chatting with both of these incredible talents. And please make sure you check out their music and show your support for these two incredible acts. Um, I promise you, you will not regret it. (laughs) It's guaranteed, 100% guaranteed. So please make sure you check them both out. And thank you all so much for tuning in, wherever you're tuning in from. I appreciate you guys all so much. And uh, I'll see you all again next week. JMA Fest 2022 proudly welcomes country music sensation Craig Campbell on October 22nd to JMA Fest for our evening concert at the Troubadour Nashville. 
Located at 2416 Music Valley Drive. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. JMA Fest 2022. Craig Campbell goes on at 8. Don't miss it. Get those tickets now at www.jmafest.com slash concert. Presented by the Josie Music Association and Country Blast Radio. Seating availability is limited, so get those tickets now. See you there. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.